Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a germaphobic woman with nosebleed issues, a disturbing backstory, lots of blood, the need to find a connection with someone in upcoming manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 493, Drip Drip. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in Nantland, and hope you're excited for another fun episode of this awesome podcast, which you can find at www.spirekin.com. Also on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it, because I'm excited to talk about this manga for the day. Because if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Paru Itagaki. Yes, the creator of Beastars has written another manga. But this one is not about animals, it's about people. Now this was published by Nihon Bungesha. This is released over here by Viz Media. And it was released originally in Manga Garaku Magazine. Uh, this is a sentence series that is an adult comedy, drama, psychological slice of life series. It is a one-shot, so only one volume, and it came out in 2020. And the title of this manga is Bota Bota, or Drip Drip. So, Drip Drip is the story of Mako Higari. Now, she is an ordinary worker at a food container factory, and she's known for two things around her job. One, she's known for the fact that apparently she is the girl you go to if you want to hook up the other thing is that she's known for being kind of a clean freak but no one really talks to her and they found that she's really nice and personable until they really get to know her and it turns out that well whenever she thinks about anything that is dirty or filthy she gets severe nosebleeds so technically all the guys said yeah yeah yeah, you can hook up with her they've never hooked up with her because they kind of get horrified at the fact that she is dripping absurd amounts of blood we're talking about shining elevator levels of blood out of her nose she should technically be dead by chapter one but she's not and the her whole issue is that she's germaphobic because her mom kind of forced this idea onto her that society and people are filthy by nature and because of that the only person that will make her not be able to have this nosebleed issue is the love of your life that's it sides that everything is dirty it's evil it's bad uh and she gets nosebleeds from this and she's trying to figure out how to deal with this because she's actually she's got a good head on her shoulder she's smart she's intelligent she's really good at her job it's just she has this really crazy issue that you constantly see she has slight nosebleeds from little things and then huge nosebleeds from when she touches stuff that's really gross and it's about a a person who wants to engage with society, but she's also got this hang-up, which is so weird that it pushes society away. So she's trying to deal with this. And she tries different methods to fix this. For example, not getting too spoilery, but at first she tries just, let's hook up with someone. Maybe that'll work. That doesn't work. Maybe we'll try bribing someone. That doesn't work. Maybe I'll manufacture an entire situation, which is like an action movie, in order to make this make me find the love of my life and better myself this does not work at all and it's a story which it's you want mako to find happiness and to stop with this problem but at one point it appears that she's using it as a defense mechanism because things start working out for her but 
Mako's like, no, 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 no. My nose is bleeding. I got to run because she's become reliant on this as a detection system to make sure she doesn't get hurt because in the end, this is all trauma and issues caused by her mom who was hurt by someone and she put her hangups on her five-year-old daughter who now associates all this stuff and all this crap. So it's an interesting uh, introspective story on this character. And it even gets to the point where at one point we switch narratives and switch focus on to a different character who kind of proves that maybe Mako's mom was right. That not everyone is squeaky clean and perfect as they seem to be. But it's one which makes you intrigued and just you want to know more about this story, which is so different, especially because it's about this wanting to be with someone emotionally, physically, and dealing with hangups, holding it back. And, well, I don't think I'm going to say much more. It's, um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to spoil anything because it's such a short, it's only six, six chapters. That's it. So I'm not going to say anything else about the story itself. Now let's get on to the actual um, design. The design quality for this is great. It's a little morbid, cartoony for the art style. It's You could tell it's uh, Paru Itagaki style in a human form. It's very similar to, if you've read Beastars, you know the art style you're getting into. Very sketchy, which works and it's fine. The design for the manga, well done. I, I have no qualms about it whatsoever. And for Viz to release this, I'm kind of shocked they did because this is something that I would have expected Yen Press or, dare I say, um, Steamship to release because it is kind of, it's a, yeah, let's be honest, it's a, it's a sexy story about a girl who wants to finally lose her V card and, well, yeah, and things go horribly, horribly wrong. And it's funny and twisted and dark and weird and just such a strange thing. However, uh, so the art style's fine, the narrative is fine, until the third act where we kind of, it kind of drops the ball. The ending gets kind of, it gets, it starts off really well paced, everything makes sense, and then that last arc kind of just changes things and goes really fast, then we're done. So it just, it it doesn't work for me in my opinion. But still, overall, a really great story that's very different and very strange. And just something which you wouldn't expect, especially for a drama that's a weird comedy. This is something I would wonder if they'd make a movie of this, if it would work better. I'm not sure. If you've read this, let me know. Email me, zansparkin.com. That's with an X, not with a Z. Or tweet me at Sparkin. Let me know what your thoughts on this are. And as for our rating, I have to give this a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. Just that last part kind of ruins it. Also, more importantly than that, this is something that you cannot show a lot of people because it is uh, kind of bl- gross. Because, like I said, literally there is blood everywhere from her nose, from s- s- simple things to big things. At one point, she fills up an entire limousine with blood. The building falls on top of her and someone else in a really convoluted plot. And blood everywhere. Just, and it's not blood from bleed or anything, it's just from her nose. So it's kind of gross. Uh, yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. So if you've read Drip Drip or if you're excited for that, what are your thoughts? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Let me know. Zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. And so with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. So 
this week for October 11, 2022, we have 22 new titles coming out. We have Bite Maker, The King's Omega, Volume 6, Case Clode, Volume 84, Dun Dun Dun, Volume 1, Failed Princess, Volume 6, Hunting in Another World with My Elf Wife, Volume 1, Island in a Puddle, Volume 4. They've been releasing this one really fast, and I'm excited to see where this ends because this has been really good. I gave it a decent rating in my review, but as it's gone farther, it's gotten more interesting and more compelling, especially where we found that this, the guy that the body switch happened it's a serial killer he's like it's like oh he's just a criminal it's like no he's actually a serial killer that he, this kid is in the stuck in the body of so it's gone crazy uh anyway uh kaiju number eight volume four kimono jihan volume two komi can't communicate volume 21 kuma 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 bear the light novel volume 11.5 love sick alley volume six my isekai life volume three sakamoto days Volume 4, Splatoon Volume 15, The Case Files of Jeweler Richard, The Light Novel Volume 2, The Duke of Death and His Maid Volume 3, The Evil Secret Society of Cats Volume 1. This one's cool, especially for a manga fan and a cat owner because it talks about the secret nature that cats have in their evil organization to rule the world, which they already rule anyway. But again, I digress. Ghost in the Shell, The Human Algorithm 3 is being released from Dark Horse. Kind of crazy that's taking so long. But anyway, I digress. The Girl from the Other Side, Sewell Arun, Deluxe Edition 2, which is volumes 4 to 6 in a hardcover omnibus, is being released. Uh, the Last Heretical, Last Bossed Queen from Villainous to a Savior manga, volume 3, has been released. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Atoma Games is Tough for Mobs, a light novel, volume 7. Vampire Territory, volume 7. Who Wants to Marry a Billionaire, volume 4. And World's End Harem, Fantastia Academy Volume 2. So those are the manga releases for the week. Which are the ones that you're excited about? For me personally, I'm excited for Trapped in a Dating Sim, Girl from the Other Side, Evil Secret Society of Cats, Duke of Death, Sakamoto Days, Isekai Life, Komi Can't Communicate, uh, Island in a Puddle, and Kaiju Number 7, and, well, a couple others. What are the ones you're excited about? Let me know, zansparkin.com, or tweet me at Sparkin. And so... Before we go any further, thank you so much for checking out this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Every message, every moment, every comment I get, every thumbs up just gives me more motivation to keep doing this. And I want to keep doing this till I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses and a magnifier. So keep supporting the podcast. Uh, if you want, you can support our Patreon and help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Check out all of our other websites at www.spirekin.com or our podcasts are at or on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube various other social media sites and with that in mind let's get to the part you've all been waiting for and what am i talking about i'm talking about that one that only the wheel of manga yes friends the wheel of manga except no substitute now what is the wheel of manga well the wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with 10 slots on it what i've done is i've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots we're going to sort of spin this wheel of manga and whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is what I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 494. That is seven, six away from episode 500. And I gotta say, I'm excited. So let's see what we're going to review, shall we? Number two. So the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga, which I love the title of. Dun, dun, dun. What's it about? I don't know, but we're going to have to wait and find out. So 
I guess that's it for this episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope to see you next time. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. See you later.